Hey, it's Tanya Burton, creator of Women Warriors Fitness and the owner of the Diet Doc Sedalia. My goals as a fitness professional is to motivate and empower you to stop making excuses and instead make solutions to become the best version of yourself. This podcast was created to inspire you, motivate you, and give you hope to gain your life back. Let's jump into the episode. Hello, Tyler. Hey, Tony. How are you? Good. Thanks for being on here. Um, for those who don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I am a, a nutrition consultant. Uh, and then also, you're aware the guests aren't, but uh, I was a finalist on the show MasterChef uh, in 2014. Um, so I'm a cook as well. Uh, so those kind of go hand in hand. I also uh, compete in bodybuilding and uh, I'm a um, drug-free powerlifter. Awesome. And I, as I follow you on social media, I know that's like your, your biggest passions. And that's why I want to have you here because a lot of people see a chef, a finalist on master chef, and yet you pair it up with fitness and you make it work. And so those are the, some of the things that we're going to talk about today. So before we go into your master chef experience, which I know a lot of people want to hear, you know, everything about that. I just, we, I want to go into a couple of, um, just breaking some myths and hopefully giving people some tips and ideas of what to do in the kitchen where they're struggling with. So my first question to you is for people who love to cook like yourself, like we're big foodies. Um, <laughs> we love to bake and cook. A lot of people feel like that kind of holds them back because they get to eat more and they're cooking more at home. And so they see it as a downfall. What is your piece of advice for somebody that can use that to their advantage what's the attitude they should have to pair up being a chef with fitness and reaching their goals i i, I see it more as an advantage i see it more of the glass half full option i mean if, if i if i know how to cook and with social media pinterest all these things these days we can find literally anything um find find any recipe so i like to a lot of times like um you know my family and i will we'll make our favorite recipes be a pizza or burgers uh, maybe your favorite fast food burger but i'll make it in a healthy way so instead of buying uh you know the, the fatty cuts of meat and things like that i'll buy leaner cuts of meat that still have that same flavor that we're used to when we go to a restaurant uh i think a, a lot of people use that more as an excuse um when 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 they like to cook and so they feel like they have to make things you know i grew up we're, we're both midwestern right so I right. Grew up family uh where we had home meals all the time. So I understand exactly where people are coming from with the, the hearty full fat meals. But with my love of cooking, I can use that to um, create things in a healthier way. Because you are a flexible, flexible dieter like myself, do you feel like that helped you find and be creative in your uh, recipes and how to substitute for better options? Yeah. I, I mean, um, Plus, being a flexible dieter, I, I, I treat it like a checking account. Um, so we, we, we eat on a budget. If, uh, so, you know, you, we, we, we all know and love, love slash hate those people that have a million dollar budget with, when it comes to calories. Um, but yeah, I, I budget my food. Um, so if I know tonight I'm going to have um, a ribeye, which that's my favorite cut of steak. Yes, it is fatty. I'm going to budget throughout the entire day so I can enjoy the ribeye. How cool is that? What a different perspective of figuring out 
how can I make this fit and work it throughout your whole day? And I feel like that's a, a piece of the puzzle that our society doesn't have, you know, for those who love to cook and, you know, eat, we feel like we have no control, but if you pay attention, you can make it happen. It's going to blow your mind, but I eat ice cream like nine times a week. So, so <laughs> it's like my favorite, my, uh, it's a you know, blessing and a curse my mother, but yeah, I, I literally go to UDF or Dairy Queen like a couple times a week. And they know you're ordered like, oh, Tyler's here. The yeah. Usual. <laughs> yeah, here he comes. Anything peanut butter. So what was the mind shift for someone who is mid Midwestern and we love our barbecue. I mean, your company's uh, bar. Barbecue. Barbells and barbecue. Yes, barbells and barbecue. Uh, how do you make that shift of even though it's home cooking good food, how do you become that bodybuilder? You know, the the fitness expert. I think we all have that connection, right? I I grew up. I joke. Uh, I grew up a short little fat kid. So, um, and you know, my nickname was Tank, not because of the way I'm built now, but because mm -hmm. I was short round. It was a catcher in baseball. So I think we all have that connection. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to change. Uh, and I realized my grandfather was a powerlifter. And I remember the first day I was in the gym, he, I was in his basement, dungeon style gym. He told me, you need to eat whatever, whatever you can get your hands on. And I'm like, well, my, my mindset was, well, isn't that what got me here? <laughs> I mean, right. So, so I, I learned there was a better way. And, and I don't, and you're the same way. I, I don't like to restrict foods. Mm -hmm. right? And I'm not one of those that'll just shove, protein powder down my throat and go about my day if food does not taste good to me I'm not eating it and I right. tell you all the time and that's I think I I, th I think that's where education is power and mm -hmm. we that's what we do with the diet doc right is we we educate people um I always joke I don't want repeat customers I want new mm -hmm. customers right mm -hmm. so give, giving that education to, to somebody and spreading that word that hey you know what you don't have to be on this chicken rice and broccoli continuous lifestyle forever you you can go to restaurants you can do things i can cook really good food and and, and enjoy it and not have to uh, feed everyone else and restrict myself yeah and i love that like that's money right there that's a great perspective because when most people think of dieting they're like okay i have to do chicken broccoli and rice for 12 weeks and yeah i'll lose the weight but you have to be educated and know how to handle life situations of going out for barbecues or to the restaurant, how to lose weight and still enjoy time with your family, still eat good food. And you, you hit a point of, you know, some people, uh, I have worked with a lot of women and they're like, well, I have to make two meals. I have to make one for my diet and one for my family. And I'm like, oh, no, you don't. So what's your helpful advice for, you know, a mom that feels like they, she needs to do that? Well, I think, I think, A, I'll, I'll use an example. So my, my first dieting season, uh, my, my show is August 14th. My birthday is August 8th. So I'm literally six days out from my show. Joe, uh, Joe Klimczewski, my, my, my mentor, your mentor, we, he, on that, on my birthday, I remember him telling me this is six days before my first ever bodybuilding show. Cause I was, he, he asked, he wished me happy birthday. And I said, oh, thanks. You know, he's asked what I was going to do. And I said, I'll just prep. And he said, if you can't sacrifice 50 grams of carbohydrates and 10 to 15 grams of fat, on your birthday to have a slice of birthday cake, there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. It was like, this is my coach telling me a week before I'm supposed to step on stage that I can enjoy a slice of birthday cake. And that was kind of eye opening. So I think you get out of your own way. That's the best advice I have. Get out of your own way. It, it's okay. And, and 
and just trust the process. So mm-hmm. if it, you know, if you stick to your, if you have, if you have macros, if you, if you are flexible dieting, you track your food, don't, I guess there, there's that mental barrier of, yeah, you want, you want to stick to the plan, but at the same time, you do have to enjoy life. You, you have, for those who do have a family, for those moms out there who are raising kids and have husbands and wives, dads, whatever, yes, and enjoy time with your family. Get out, you know, get out of your own way. Yeah, yeah. piece of advice. I think sometimes we just overthink it. Like, it's okay once in a while to have that slice of cake. It's not a well, big deal. And I always, I always tell, it's not linear. So if, if, yeah. if, we're, if we're a few calories over, we're not going to put on 20 pounds. So it's, 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 it's balance. And, right. and our, our, our body is, yeah, our body's not linear. It's all about, I, I would tell people the law of averages. So just make, make sure that throughout the week, your averages are good. hundred percent. What a great perspective. So jumping into our next one, because our next question, because for a lot of people, maybe, I mean, for us here in Missouri, I mean, we're, we're kind of new to flexible dieting. It's not really popular here, whereas it might be in other states. And so there's a lot of people jumping on board now that are understanding that, hey, I don't have to just eat chicken and broccoli and egg whites all day long to lose weight. But what they struggle with is finding good flavor, that they're, they're not burnt out on the same piece of chicken breast and the flavor What's your piece of advice for somebody who's just starting off with learning how to cook and learning about flavors? Um, salt is your friend. I think a lot of people are, again, in the health world, uh, there's a big, huge misconception that salt is the enemy. And mm-hmm. um, I think people under season their food. So, uh, and I think primarily it's because of lack of salt. So, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a flavor guru. Like my, my big, I, I love like, I love cumin. That's one of my big, big, big hitters, chili powder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm a spice guy. So I, I can, I, I know it's probably bro sciencey or whatever, but I can add hot sauce to anything. Like, right. so, so those are my big things is like, don't, un, don't be afraid to season your food and taste, 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 taste. So I always joke, don't use your guest or your family as guinea pigs. <laughs> taste, your food, taste your food before you serve it to other people, please. I, I love that. Um, do you have any advice for someone who wants to start maybe meal prepping? What's an easy way to keep it fresh and not feel deprived? Uh, and and that's, that is one of the things that I, I typically do on a, a Monday is because we all hustle and bustle. I will, I will cook bulk foods. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my, one of my big things now, and I don't want to sound again, the chicken, rice and broccoli thing, but I, I love chicken thighs. So I'll do, I'll do chicken thighs, but there again, it's a fattier cut of chicken, but I'll budget down the road so I can enjoy that fatty piece of meat. I don't, I'm, I, I don't really like chicken breasts that much. Uh, and then yeah, just look for deals. I'm, I'm, I'm a Dave Ramsey guy too. So I, 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 I budget my, bank as well as my calories right so yeah look, look for i mean uh, coupon guru so we did you know look for look for the deals and the sales i i love that so for somebody who loves to to eat and loves fitness can you just give us an example of like what your typical day would be of eating just so people can kind of get an uh, an understanding of hey it's okay to eat chicken thighs because i'm sure people's minds are blown that they don't have to just eat chicken breast. So what's a typical day for you just eating? Is it three times a day? What, and what are you eating? So 
Joe taught me a long time ago. You, the, the, again, the whole bro science six meals a day. I don't, I don't do that. I get, my, my metabolic rate is, is slower. I'm a, I'm a larger being. So I typically have like four solid meals a day. Um, I'll wake up and I mean, literally drinking coffee now. I mean, I know it's what 11, 11 o'clock my time, but um, drink, drink coffee. But I, I typically don't eat breakfast until a couple hours after I wake up. And that might be something again, I, I, my, my, my anchor meal is typically dinner. So I'll, mm-hmm. I might have like a quest bar or something very small for breakfast. Lunch, lunch is typically uh, right, right now, exactly what I have right now. I'm, I'm addicted to this like butter rice that uh, it's like uncle Ben's, but I do have that and, and chicken, but like dinner, I'm, I'm pretty open to that. Uh, I love omelets, like love omelets. And throughout the week, weekends a little bit different yesterday mind blower I, I went to b-dubs had a beer and some chicken wow i mean you know and i woke up this morning the exact same way that was yesterday right so uh but the weeknights i usually have like a big omelet but i'm, I'm a sweet tooth guy so i have to have a dessert so this is this is a big one for me i get like really excited talking about it so i'll take I'll, I'll like save up all my like the majority of my carbohydrates for the end of the day and i'll take oatmeal uh cook the oatmeal like literally like three servings so it's like a this is a big carbo big carb hitter i'll take some oatmeal i'm also um i also in a company called relentless uh we sell protein powder and pre-workout so i'll take a packet of our pre-workout or our our, uh, protein powder put it in mix it up uh typically it's chocolate so i'll have my bowl oatmeal cooked protein powder mix it together add a little bit of peanut butter put it the the big the big hitter here put it in the freezer so pre-plan this so put it in the freezer for like an hour and a half pull it out it's it's almost frozen but not quite it's creamy it's like a liquid it's like a creamy no-bake cookie and i eat that while i'm watching tv typically cooking shows while i'm watching tv before i go to bed oh my gosh i'm seriously gonna try that today that sounds so good but again my my, my macros right now are like 200 grams of protein almost 300 carbs and about 80 grams of fat so i've got some room to play to play around so I mean, I would make like a little serving of it, but uh, I've never heard of that. And that's so interesting. Also, I uh, go back to breakfast. I wake up in the morning with my coffee. This is again, my mom's coming out at me. My grandmother makes peanut butter Buckeyes every year for Christmas. And I'll save like 600 of those suckers and freeze and freeze them. So I have a peanut butter Buckeye with my coffee every morning. Oh my gosh. How cool. that, That gets your day started right. Yeah, it does. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. But see, and that's the thing is you, you just like have like one. It's not like you eat all 600 of them. Remember the, the big, big tip. The first bite is the best bite. <laughs> it is. Every, after that, it's just another bite. So I, and, and, that, and even when I was dieting, my first dieting season was terrible because I lived on that chicken, rice, broccoli, oatmeal mentality. Right. And the, my, after, when, when I went in my next season, I worked for Joe in Evansville. So he like literally like was there to guide me and teach me. So that second season, even, even, even then I'd wake up in the morning, just that one bite of Buckeye lets you know, you can have it. Let's you, let you know. The, and, and Corey says, the probes, the, the vice president of Dot. she says all the time, she, she says, yeah, that, that for just that one bite, that one bite lets you know, you can have it and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So, and she always says the food is always there. So if you remember that, the food is always there. I can always go get a pizza. I can always go to McDonald's, but I'm the price. So. 
Gosh, that's so awesome. I love your attitude and your, just your perspective on, gosh, on everything. That was so great. Um, so our last piece of the interview, which I know a lot of people are wanting to hear this part, is your experience on MasterChef. So bring us back to like the very beginning of like, what made you like apply and go on there and take that well, chance? Th this is going to make me feel really old, but... 2014 well, it was 2013 is when uh, is when, when the whole process started so uh for those who don't know i filmed hunting on espn2 and the outdoor channel for 10 years so um being around the camera i was around television all, all that jazz right so one of my friends who was the host of one of the television shows i filmed for his wife was a big 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 watcher of master chef and i was living in greensburg north carolina at the time they live in they live in south georgia so um this was literally the start of the Instagram craze. So I'm like cooking, just doing what I do now, posting pictures to Instagram and, and, and whatnot. Well, she kept like texting me uh, saying, Hey, you've got to try out for this show. Your food looks awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And I knew, obviously I know who Gordon Ramsay is. She's like, it's for home cooks. You'd be great at it. And I'm like, no, Michelle, I can't. I, I was a sales rep at the time covering the Carolinas and Virginias. And I'm like, I had a full-time job. Things are great right now. So she just kept pestering me. Well, I mean, you you poke the bear enough, I guess. She texts me um, the schedule of like when, they, where, the, when and where they were auditioning. Well, I'm a diehard Ohio State fan, right? So uh, they were auditioning in Columbus, Ohio. Well, I was living in North Carolina and I, I had literally like covering the state, like, like f found a passion for barbecue. I mean, who doesn't love big giant hunks of smoked meat? But um, so I, I was literally like smoking barbecue like, every weekend. So uh, they were auditioning in Columbus. So I took a 21 pound pork shoulder from North Carolina, from a butcher I knew, took it back to Ohio. College football, Ohio State Saturday. I smoked this pork, pork butt for 21 hours and then took it to Columbus. I put it, well, this is the big kicker. So a cooler also can be a hot box if you're smart. So I took 500 degree, I put bricks in the oven at 500 degrees, wrapped them in bath towels and set them in the bottom of the cooler. And then took this pork butt up to Columbus. I also, my mom makes the best coleslaw on earth, called Mama B's coleslaw. My mom's named Brenda. So I made her coleslaw. And then I also, my favorite, I'm a mustard freak too. Mustard. <laughs> it's, called, it's called Burtman's Ballpark Stadium Mustard based out of Cleveland, Ohio. So I made a barbecue sauce utilizing this that mustard. But I also made a barbecue sauce um, to pay homage to Eastern North Carolina where I was living. So uh, took it up up there anyway long story short the the room is about the size of a classroom where we're auditioning i'm wearing this shirt that says i like pig butts and i cannot lie i'm wearing a hat i'm wearing my, my ohio state hat buckeyes well you're given three minutes to plate so i uh and it's probably 30 or 40 people in this room oh my god so I get, yeah i get in this and these are all con contestants right and then you have a casting judge and a tasting judge well, if, for those who don't know about barbecue, you pop open a cooler that has smoked meat in it. It takes over a room. Yeah. So I popped open the cooler. They tell us to plate. And rather than to just like pull it and shred and pork like you normally would, I cut it into the competition cuts and then fanned it all out, plated it nice. And so I had this big giant platter with a bowl, Ohio State platter with a bowl in the center, plated mom's coleslaw. And then when the judges came to me, I had two shot glasses. So when they came, when they came to me for me to start presenting, I, I had two squirt bottles with both my sauces in it and shot it in the shot glasses. So they came, obviously liked the food, 
And uh, the very next day, I think what really like won people over was the next day we had on-camera interviews. They had, after we, after we got done tasting, they told a group to go left, group to go right. Lo and behold, the group that went right was the people that were asked to come back the next day. So I, uh, the next day, was that we were asked to do on-camera interviews. Well, we walked in, this is a hotel room. We walked into the hotel room and um, they were talking amongst themselves Why well, I mic myself up. So that kind of let them know that, hey, I knew what I was doing with the mic and, and camera. Mm -hmm. So, and then literally it was like three months later, I get a phone call, January 2nd, 2014, get a, get a phone call um, from the casting director of MasterChef, calls me up on the phone, I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina at a convention literally picks up the phone he says yeah this is jp for master chef pack your bags you leave in nine days hung up the phone oh my gosh wow quick and like didn't allow me to talk wow so, How'd you deal with that moment? i mean i didn't know what to say you know you're kind of like shell-shocked right i didn't know what to, <laughs> I, didn't, I was like wow okay okay so and i hadn't told my i hadn't told my boss at all so yeah that was a pretty quick turnaround and then from when we got to when we got to the set, there was 150 of us, and it was knocked down to 30 in like 24 hours. Wow! It, it's I, I joke. It's the most fun you never want to have again. Like uh, <laughs> no, 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 this little device here, you can't have this. You can't go to social media. Um, you're allowed to make it, it. It's like essentially like prison. You're allowed to make one phone call a week. Um, to and it's from an LA number, so they know when you finally call you from your cell phone, your family knows what happened. So it was, it was intense. And you're, you're, they, they want you to be extremely uncomfortable the entire time. Like they'll tell you wake up calls at seven, but they'll wake you up at five because they want that drama. Right. Oh I mean, I, I joke, you might be able to cook like Wolfgang Puck, but if you can't act on camera, you're not going to master chef. Yeah. That is insane. So like, that just seems so intimidating you must be really good under pressure to compete against. I always, joke, I always joke like in, in sport and powerlifting or, or in cooking, uh, stay in your lane. Like we, we had a seafood challenge. I'm not going to try to compete with somebody from Florida in a seafood challenge. I live in friggin' Ohio. I mean, right. right. So I'm going to, I always, my big joke is if a bear is chasing you, you don't have to be the fastest. Just don't be the slowest. Right. So I would just make something that I knew would get me by. But on barbecue, we fed 300 uh, soldiers. I knew I could excel at that challenge. So you pick your strengths, pick your battles. That is powerful mindset. Like, just, I'm sure you probably just said that to yourself like all of the time because you don't have anybody around you to motivate you or push you. It's kind of like you're in your own. Yeah. The, <laughs> Your your bit your your biggest opponent is in between the ears. Mm-hmm. So beat that person. What do you think? Like going through all of that. I mean, you had Gordon Ramsay trying your food. What was probably your the happiest moment when you were there? Representing my hometown, my family. Uh -huh. So I, I always tell people this too. When whenever you watch a reality television show or a game show or whatever, there's always people from the big dots. There's mm -hmm. always people from New York City, from New Orleans, from uh, Miami, from LA. But there are a lot more small dots in the US. 
right? So if I could, if I could speak to the small dots, I know I could win. And my, my, my little town of 9,000 people, they've never seen anything like it before. Mm-hmm. So, and, and me just being able to represent my family, most important. I mean, that's, you gotta melt your heart. Yeah, that's so awesome. So from like the show, what, what's something that like exceeded your expectations that you did not expect, you know, going through the process? Well, I mean, we had 50,000 applicants and I got a master chef apron. So, I mean, to think, to think about that, just, and again, I mean, being, being somebody who just loves food, loves to cook. I I had a story to tell Uh, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I'm, I'm something, I always joke, I was, I was something LA didn't like. I'm a gun carrier, hunter, uh, competitive powerlifter and bodybuilder. And, you know, I'm from a small dot in the U.S. So it was, it was something that, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that, that alone, I mean, speaks for itself. I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it's one of those things. You, I mean, like it's too good to be true. Right. Oh my gosh. What, like, how do you feel like this has helped you now seven years down the road after you competed in that show? what is something is it like something internal like wow I could do this I can do other things that it kind of push you to dream bigger and take more action in your life I don't take no for an answer that I mean if, if you lock the door I'm kicking down the wall right so I think you have to have that that mentality like uh, I love and I know I mean he's got 15 kajillion followers but the rock the wolf is always scratching right that's what I mean that's what he always says um and I love like a quote from Les Brown. I, I listen to motivational stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, don't quit when you're tired. Quit when you're finished. Mm-hmm. And so you have to have that. You have to have that mindset. Just don't stop. It's not over till you win. I love it. Your perspective and your mindset just in life about yourself, just your confidence within. I mean, it's awesome, and it's so rare because most people, you know, it's you know, it's it's not like that. Well. Uh, and I, I disclaimer, I love my father, but when I, I went to Auburn university and yeah, you know, that's 600 and some miles from my house, from my front door. And I'll never forget when I left dad, my, my, my dad's very, uh, well, generational. I mean, he's very structured. He, he, he told me he, I was soul set delivered to go to Ohio state. And he said that, uh, I was making a big mistake going to Auburn. And I've always, I've always had that mentality, prove, prove people wrong. Mm-hmm. And now obviously my dad loves me, proud of me and everything I've done now, but, but he was just scared at that point in time. And it's like, if you don't believe me, just watch. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the mindset you have to have. And somebody else has done it before you. So what's the worst that can happen? Exactly. Gosh, that's so awesome. I love that. Well, Tyler, I want to say thank you so much for, for being on the show, for giving us your helpful advice your motivation, like I'm pumped up, like, let's do this. <laughs> so, you know, like your, your attitude for, for weight loss, for fitness, for overcoming things like being on master chef, like what, what an honor, like that's so awesome. Um, and just following you on social media. If there are those who are listening right now and they want to follow you, what, where do they go? Well, obviously Facebook, they, they can, uh, you know, search my name on Instagram. Uh, I have, um, cooking in camo. For those, again, back to the MasterChef thing, uh, I wore camouflage the entire time I was on there. That's how people recognize me. Funny how that works. Camouflage usually tries to make you invincible, but that's how <laughs> MasterChef, right? So that, uh, 
yeah, cooking in camo. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I, I basically don't, I do have a Twitter account, but I really don't use that much. So you won't get a lot of things on there, but Instagram mainly. And then I wanted to ask, do you coach people with powerlifting? Uh, so I'm, I, I, I do, uh, I, I do program, but more, more on the nutrition side. Right. I think most people, uh, I just talked about this to somebody the other day. Most people, when they go to the gym, they do have an agenda, but the nutrition's where they struggle. Mm -hmm. Like it's not while they're at the gym, it's what they're doing at, outside of the gym. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I, I do program people in powerlifting, but primarily it's, it's more the nutrition coaching. hundred percent. Same here. Cause I'm like, y'all can be in that gym, but if you go home and just destroy you know, everything, like eating everything, it's, it's not going to do much. Well, I want to say thanks for being on here. Loved having you here, sharing your experience, your life story, your helpful tips. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll see you back on here um, again sometime. Absolutely. Thanks, Tyler, for having me. Thanks, Tyler. Bye.